just um, very briefly, um, there was a tradition that the Rebbe sort of restarted. It was forgotten for a while, and the Rebbe made a, initiated it once again, and that is that when there was a fast day, there used to be a tradition that they would speak what they called divrei kivushin. Kivushin means, if you want to translate it into simple language, means like the rabbi would give sort of a pep talk, uh, something to capture the heart of the people, to remember that, as we know in the halacha, it's brought down that the main thing is not the fasting. Of course, fasting is something what we do in actuality, but the purpose of the fasting is for us to subdue our hearts so that we should sort of be able to uh, accept and connect and follow the Torah and the mitzvahs in a, a very close way, in a perfect way, and to do better. That's why we fast, because we know that if we had problems in the past with the destruction of the Beis HaMikdosh, it's, the reason is because we sort of didn't behave properly, and therefore it caused us this destruction. So we need to better our ways, and we need to strengthen ourselves. And the Rebbe started speaking all the time by a fast day. The Rebbe would say a sicha, the Rebbe would give a talk. And I remember that the Rebbe talked about the idea of the wall of Yerushalayim that was one of the reasons that we fast on uh, the Shiva Osir Betamuz. The Mishnah says there are five reasons. But one of the reasons is because the wall of Jerusalem, of Yerushalayim, was breached on the Shivas or Betamus. Now there is a whole debate, this is an actually a very interesting debate, uh, whether the first Beis Hamikdash also, the wall of Yerushalayim also was breached on the 17th of Tammuz. This is a debate because in the Pesach, in the actual verse, very interesting, it says, it says clearly that it was breached on the ninth day of Tammuz. That's what it says in the Pesach, that it was on the ninth day of Tammuz. So the, I guess the uh, easy, the most, uh, the simplest way to explain this is that in the first Beis HaMikdosh, Itake was breached on the ninth of Tammuz. In the second Beis HaMikdosh, it was breached on the 17th of Tammuz. It's very difficult to make two fast days the 9th and the 17th, they're so close to each other. And therefore, because the second Beis Amigdash is closer to us, because after the first Beis Amigdash, there was a second Beis Amigdash, so therefore we commemorate the breaching and we fast on the day that the second temple, Yerushalayim, was breached at the destruction of the second Beis Amigdash. But there's an interesting Gemara, there's an interesting Talmud, Yerushalmi, that states, and that explains it a little bit different. It says that, the truth of the matter is that even in the first base Amigdosh, the base, uh, first base Amigdosh also was breached on the 17th day of Tammuz, just like in the second. Well, the Pesach says the ninth day of uh, Tammuz. How could we say the 17th? It goes directly against the verse. So the Yerushalmi says that the people were confused in the calculations. That means that because of all the sorrows and because of all the hardships that they had, to face against the enemy, so they, mo they lost Cheshman. 
So it was really the 17th. They lost the counting. It was really the 17th. They thought it was the, uh, that it was the 9th. So that's why it's really the 17th. So when we're commemorating today, the 17th day of Tammuz, it's actually both Beis HaMikdash, because in reality, both took place on the 17th day of Tammuz, both the first and the second Beis HaMikdash, the Yerushalayim, was broken in on the 17th day of Tammuz. But one says, well, how can you say that? <laughs> the Pasuk says the 9th day of Tammuz. Mele, you're going to say, uh, Mele, you're going to say that the Jewish people at the time were confused because they didn't know exactly the day because of the Tzaras. Okay. But the Eivishter, who wrote, who said to the, to the Navi to write uh, the Navi, uh, in, in, how, could he, how could the Navi say uh, in Yirmiyah Navi, how could he say that it was on the ninth day of Tammuz? <laughs> the Eivishter knows when it took place. So the Pasuk should have said the seventeenth day of Tammuz. Even though the people were confused. Ninth of Tammuz. No, no, ninth of Tammuz. In the verb. So the explanation is, it's almost like Hashem went along with the exile, with their cheshman. It's sort of Hashem is saying, I'm with you in your troubles. If you are in such distress that you can't keep the calculation, then I'm with you too as well. Hashem says, I'm going to write it down and I'm going to put it in Tanakh that I am with you, that I am also going to say that it's on the ninth day of Tammuz, even though it was on the 17th day of Tammuz. But the Rebbe spoke over there then about the fact that surrounding a wall about Yerushalayim that even though we talk about a siege and in this thing we talk about breaking the siege but the wall of Yerushalayim also represents the idea that everybody in it is together. The wall sort of separates and combines them, makes them all together, all united. Breaching the wall of Yerushalayim can also represent ruining that level of unity, that level of togetherness, which everybody is all in it together. That was breached on the 17th day of Tammuz, as we mentioned earlier, that one of the reasons for the uh, destruction of the Beis Amikdash was the Sinas Chinam, was the senseless hatred that people didn't get along, that people uh, were fighting amongst each other. That was the cause for the destruction of the Beis Amikdash, the breaking into the wall and breaching it and causing that separation is spiritually, metaphorically speaking, represents that idea of separation and divisiveness and separation. And the Rebbe constantly reminded us that we are not just commemorating a fast day to get upset, to get sad, and on top of what we said before, to subdue yourself before Hashem, but it's actually for us to gain strength. Because we know that starting from the fast day today, through the ninth day of Av, these are the three weeks, they're called the Bein HaMetzorim, as we say in the Eicha, it culminates from the destruction of the breaching into Yerushalayim on the 17th of Tammuz, and it culminates with the ninth day of Av, with the Tisha B'av. And as the days go on, the level of mourning gets more serious, as we know that in the three weeks there's no marriages, there's no other expressions of joy, and as we move on to the ninth day, we stop eating meat products and etc. We're all the halachas as is spoken to Shulchan Aruch, and it gets stronger at the week of Tisha B'av. It's all, but the Rebbe says this time should be used to actually strengthen our emuna 
to our belief in Hashem, that Hashem will rebuild the base of Mikdash. We're mourning the destruction, not in a way of a, sen- a hopelessness, of sort of giving up our, uh, our, our hope to be together with, back together in Yerushalayim and Yisrael, but Fakert, on the other hand, on the, uh, on the opposite, we actually strengthen and we study and we get involved with all the, all the matters which strengthen our resolve and our belief and our hope and our prayers that amidst Hashem, that Hashem will still this year uh, send us Mashiach and build us back the Beis HaMikdash, which also brings me to a word of the uh, Parsha, as we usually do between uh, Mincha Mairev, just to say that the Jewish people, especially in Israel, are in need of a tremendous bracha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and a tremendous blessing of Hashem because they're facing a, a, a ruthless enemy, an enemy that wants to only one purpose of to destroy the Jewish people and we see that it doesn't matter uh, how much you beat up on them, they are uh, just determined, they're determined to get beaten up as long as they feel and they're going to attempt to, God forbid, try to hurt the Jewish people. Also want to mention there was a uh, Yiddish person who was killed today, apparently he had a shaykhis to a Chabad house even though he wasn't uh, directly a Chabadnik himself, but the rabbi of the Chabad, of the Moshav, where this fellow who died, he was hopefully the only, uh, the only uh, death from this conflict, but he came to the, uh, to the front line to distribute food to the soldiers, to be of help to them. And unfortunately, uh, he, was, uh, he was hit by the enemy. And, uh, but he was a person, as they uh, say, uh, who was always the first one to help out, to be there and to give and to help in all situations. But what we learn in the, in the, in the parsha today is, 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 is a very, very important lesson in Shlishi of, of the parsha's Matis, which says that um, you can't have pity in the place where it doesn't belong. When you're at war, when you're at war and you have an enemy who's a ruthless enemy, who's an enemy that causes you to sin, that causes you to go against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, against Hashem, you can't be nice, you can't have mercy, you have to do what Hashem tells you to do. And you have to do it, and you have to fight, and you have to destroy, and if you have to kill, you have to kill. There is just no choice about that. That is... The only way that for them to be successful, as we see in the parsha, when they came out, the Jewish people were happy, they were capturing the spoil, and they left the people alive, because we know that is only a, uh, a, another source for further tzorahs. And this is sort of, if we can bring it down to our situation. People are saying, oh, okay, you know what, let's make uh, the, the ceasefire, okay, we won't, we won't hurt anybody. But this is only going to lead and to bring about later on to even greater problems. The Pusik and the parishes speak of that you have to take the war seriously, you have to do what you have to do, and there's no room for any deviation from it, and hopefully and we pray that Hashem will send great success and great miracles. It's the greatest miracle of all that we've witnessed that despite shooting all these rockets, thousands and thousands of rockets, over there, no, a thousand rockets, but lots, plenty, thousands of rockets, over a thousand rockets, I believe. About 1,500 rockets they already shot on Israel. 
So over the rockets, it's it's you stand by and you say, okay, there was a little damage here there. I mean, it's not like a hundred percent. That would be like Chris Yamsuf. Today we have the miracles dressed up a little bit in 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 age. But you stand by and you say, how could this happen? You know, after all this, Baruch Hashem, the Ebrish has shown us miracle. We see the Ebrish's hand leading. We can see it vividly. You, everybody sees the Ebrish that is running this war for us and helping us out. And we have to stay strong, continue to pray, continue to do mitzvahs, give tzedakah, pray, and the Ebrish will help us that we'll see even greater miracles that notwithstanding what an enemy this is, and they're determined to, uh, they said till the last drop of blood they're going to fight, till the last drop of blood, that's, that's the enemy we're faced with. The Ebishter will show us miracles that no Jewish people will be hurt, nobody will get damaged, the Eden will be able to rest, as the verse says, you'll be able to lie down without fear. This is, you know, you talk to, especially to children, you know, I have a son in Eretz Yisrael myself, but you talk to people who have children in Zderot, in other places, in Nitivot, in other areas. You know, this is, it's not, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's, 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 it's fear over there. The people are worried and they keep on running to the shelters. It's just a very, very difficult situation. So we'll be zoicha to shchaftim ve'in machri, that we should lie without having to worry. The Ebrister will protect our people, all of us, us in the diaspora, the Jewish people in Israel. And will send us Mashiach Zidkenu, Bimheri Menu Yahfu Yomim Elu. These days will be turned around for days of festivities, Lesasin Ul Simcha, joy and happiness. And we hope that this will happen this year. Amen. Uh, David.